0: Adult soccer leagues are the product of you Soccer in America. You can see it any giving Sunday. Question for the podcast for today is, why is Adult Soccer League one fight after another? Have you seen it? Comment, let us know. Have, are you a witness to seeing all the craziness in Adult League, regardless of age? All the indoor arenas, the swazzle leagues, all the stuff in your neighborhood or whatever. Why, why do adults... Why don't they get along? Why are they so angry? Is it you soccer's fault? We don't know. We're going to find out in this podcast. Ask us questions anytime. We'll take your questions. We'll divert the entire podcast by you, the listener, or if Ryan, or IT Ryan ever decides to come in this room. She's here, but she won't be here. But we have Jack back. Jack is back. What's up, El Rojo? What's up? What up, my brother? So uh, you were in California. Uh, thanks for calling in. Appreciate you. Yep. And killer hair, by the way. Uh, I love how it's there. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I I really didn't like your haircut when you were at University of Washington. You didn't get that yeah, haircut. It yeah. Made you look five years younger. Yeah, that was that was bad. That was that wasn't fun. Um, but we're missing your uh, twin sister, Ryan. She's here though. Um, oh, I gotta give her ride home. Or mother does. One of the two. Uh, If you want to support this podcast, you like stuff like this, you can support this podcast by donating to my foundation, which is a 501c3. Well, it's not mine. It's Maricopa Community Colleges Foundation, and this is how you do it. Go to phoenixcollege.edu and scroll down to the bottom and hit the Bears logo. Um, Once you click on that, it will take you to our athletic website, and then you can go to the button that says Donate Slash Sponsors. Click on that and then it takes you where you can donate. You put in an amount, hopefully a huge amount like Kenny Laird who gave us a thousand dollars. Thank you so much, Kenny Laird. And, uh, you also can make it a monthly gift if you want, but make sure you designate it to PC men's soccer. If it goes there, that's awesome. And comment, we support coach Cameron or however you want to say you want to support us. And then you'll get an email receipt right away. I think that's it, Jack. Um, uh, you get an email right, right away that you can use, hopefully, towards your taxes, depending on your situation. So, um, yeah, support that, and that would be awesome. But be sure to comment in this podcast if you have any questions or concerns about the soccer community and the lack of development that we have. And it's very apparent because all you have to do is watch the product that we produce, Sunday League. It's horrible. From the Mercury News, California soccer player dies 15 days after a large fight erupts over referee decision. What are we doing? What are we doing? A 29-year-old California soccer player died 15 days after a large fight erupted during a match over a disagreement with the referee's decision. According to the Oxnard Police Department, this is why I don't play adult soccer league. It's so bad, it's nothing but dirty two-foot tackles like this one. Just like that, on July 10th, Oxnard police responded to reports of a large fight between two adult soccer teams, Shocker. They're playing on a high school soccer field. Authorities found uh, Missael Sanchez unresponsive and not breathing, Oxnard police said in a release. The fight occurred when two teams disagreed with the referee's decision. Oxnard police said Sanchez was on the field playing with the, uh, when the fight broke out. During the fight, Sanchez was assaulted by multiple assailants. Typically, that's how soccer is, uh, happens. A fight breaks out and everyone just starts running around like flipping flies on something disgusting and just go around and just start kicking and screaming and causing problems, which I understand, Uh, how there's anger involved. But the question is, where did the anger come from? Where were they taught this? They were taught it from their parents, from the sidelines, from the coaching, everything in between that. That's how we develop our community. And what happens? They get in fights. People die. And it's a problem if you haven't noticed But I understand uh, we have situations where it's very confusing sometimes. So we're going to watch a video. We're going to show a referee that makes a no call. Um, and then what typically happens on a no call when it was very apparent that it should have been a call? That they're going to keep doing those kind of violent behaviors. Let's show that video, Jack. Refs right there. cleats okay. 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 up through it's okay. his legs. Dangerous. like corner Okay, so that's not good. So they get the corner, and of course, what? More two-foot tackles. Oh, oh, go. Just like the last tackle. I could see him. What's oh, going through his mind? Oh, what was the difference between... That. That. And they're show that. That. Look, look at that. That was the same tackle that he got moments not before
1: red. That's that of course a I lot agree.
0: of f-bombs and stuff like that but that's what happens and I get it I get it the referee didn't make the call and now he's making the call and in the confusion there okay I understand that it's human error it happens everywhere that is is common in youth soccer. That is common in every sporting event that we may be in. That's common. So, but that's going to be our reaction. That's what we teach. Versus coaches, parents accepting the no call because it's going to be at the at the next level, the Premiership, whatever level you get to. It always is a situation of confusion. It's better have self control. It's better to. Deal with it in a different light so we don't have people getting murdered in adult league for those things. So that's a problem. Now, from EvolveTreatment.com, and Jack, you can interrupt me anytime if you guys have a question about anything regarding what we're talking about or any random thoughts, we will direct this podcast to you, the listener. That's why it's a live show. We can be interrupted. There's no script. Well, there's a script, but we don't have to follow the script. It's live. It's live. And we appreciate you guys being here. Why do parents get angry during their kids' sporting games? If you've ever been to a teen sports game, you've probably witnessed a fight at least once. It starts out sometimes with some muttering behind the coach or the referee's back. The parents raise their voice. There's yelling, maybe even cursing. And then a fight breaks out. Have you seen that? Comment. Let us know have you, have you, it, what we just described. Does that happen? And it just slowly builds. And then there's just an explosion and then just it's too much. The tension is too strong. So tension runs high at sporting games, especially youth games. Almost seventy percent of parents say they, they've gotten angry at their child's sports games before. And several researchers have actually entangled the reason why. So seventy percent? Who are those thirty percent? That's crazy. Don't worry about it, Jack. And and Jack, if you can bring Megan Rapinoe into the yeah, show. I will. Anytime we'll take Megan in, in, I didn't have that in our show notes. And we didn't prepare this at all. He, you were playing what game were you playing, Jack? Uh, multiverses, Mult, multiverses, yeah, with Bugs Bunny, yeah, and then Tasmanian Devil. That's a thing, yeah. I almost beat Jet, I played it once. How'd I do? Pretty good, okay. In a study, more than 700 sports parents why they were angry at their kids' sports events. They found that parents got upset the most when the referee or coach made bad calls. Typically, I would assume the ref, like the video we saw before, happens a lot, so they're going to be angry all the time. Athletes weren't being considerate, and other parents were being rude. Let's talk about this a little bit. So, referees make bad calls, and they're going to continue to make bad calls because we have shorter referees, and the referees... You know, they're kind of thrown out there and they're trying to deal with the human element and all that. And it's always being manipulated by who? The coach, the parents. They're trying to manipulate to get the call. Then they're happy, but the opposite side is not. And then the anger builds up and then we have explosion. And then we have little Johnny punching little Sally because they're in co ed soccer and purple versus yellow team. And that's what happens all the time, if that makes sense. It should make sense. So if there is one reason why parents get upset over bad calls or parents were getting rude, what do you do as a coach? This is the coach's fault. This is the administration's fault. This is the state association's fault. This is the club director's fault. They don't provide education for the sidelines for the coaches. They don't. You should use the Kanai method. The K-N-I method is the constant never-ending improvement of your sidelines. And a oh, big She's constantly never-ending bringing things up, and I'm going to smash her with my own little... Killed her. Yeah, so uh, uh, Megan gets angry all the time. That's how she makes money. But you, the parent, can't get angry all the time because you will not make money by doing that. You'll actually be in a situation where your kids do not like you. They develop in in a way where they hate you and decide to color their hair purple because they hate sports. Just kidding. Megan has purple hair. She likes it. The refs were wrong in their calls, they say. Parents get angry when the referee doesn't know or fully understands the game and fails to make the call. It's a consistent with the calls. Um, everyone wants consistency and fairness in that, but you have to understand there's a human element. It's not easy doing what they're doing. A couple things have to happen uh, for change here. Uh, one, coaches, parents, players alike, stop trying to manipulate calls. Stop being so angry every time a call is made. Allow the calls to be calls and allow the kids to learn from them and be able to control their emotions like we talked about last week in our show. What was the name of our show last week? The Power of Now? Yeah. Uh, go back and watch that show. That was pretty good. And uh, yeah, there, there's a problem because everyone's like a bad calls. Bad calls are in every sport. For example, the conclusion of many sport games And with handshakes, and sometimes those handshakes don't go off well and causes some problems in a lot of situations. Squeeze too hard. Remember that baseball coach? We showed a video last week of a baseball coach shaking this little kid's hand a little too hard, and he was a cop. That's a problem. Parents, you need to take charge, Uh, uh, make change with your focus, what really matters. The The best way to change your focus, understand what are we trying to do? We're trying to develop players to be able to play in the next generation, whether it's adult league or college or whatever uh, it may be. We have to develop players to be technical. Have to. And if they're technical and they can actually take a touch, look up and see things and enjoy the game and dribble out situations, actually enjoy the game for what it's for, which is beautiful, unless you grew up in America and it's all about, scream, yell, kick, or whatever. I'm going to show you a video of soccer math. This is what I did with Jack whenever he played. I would keep soccer math, and I created a video showing what we do to measure development. So let's take a look. Soccer math. And what you'll notice, I put this in high, high speed. For the ones that uh, don't have access to the film, um, I, I have uh, giveaways, passing, takeaways, touches, and shots. And That's just kind of what I listed And you can see how it's uh, populating after he goes through um, the process of receiving it. So, Jack, and I didn't put forward or backwards. There's so many different stats you can put on this. But it's important to have this, whatever you decide it to be, an opportunity for you to have a conversation with your child or anyone, for that matter, that's trying to develop their game as a coach, a director, or whatever. It really gives you a chance to see what they're doing. Yeah, so that's what I do, and and you can uh, go on YouTube uh, or maybe Google. Just do Coach Cameron Soccer Math, and I have a series of videos. I have this Excel spreadsheet showing you all the things that I would uh, keep track of. And one thing you should keep track of is how many times your coach screams at the referee. How many times your parent parents on your sideline or anyone on your sideline tries to manipulate the officials. Uh, to get calls and stuff like that. That should be trackable too. And it should be in a situation of like, what are we doing? Why are we here? You know, are we really trying to shape and mold uh, everyone that's involved in the game? We have to. Uh, we have to make changes because if we don't, we're going to be in a situation of just nothing but horrible two foot tackles, punches to the face, and all those things, which we're going to show you all of that the beautiful game. We got like 10 videos of the horribleness of adult league in Sunday league in America. Let's get ready for some all ball. And be sure to comment and ask questions. If you have any that you would like us to answer, we will deal with it live, live every Sunday, 8 PM mountain standard time. We'll be here and uh, yeah, so we're gonna go with the first, uh, the first video, which is a Sunday League two-foot tackle by the goalkeeper. This is ridiculous. Leaves the ball and everything and goes tr- trying to murder someone. All right, nice step over, going, going, going. Ah, oh my! <laughs> it it, it, it watch replay. It's like, what, what, what did I do? Um, yeah, there's no sound. Like that nice, this nice Ronaldinho step over gets in space, and this keeper's like. Oh, my gosh. He does even get ejected, by the way. Could have broke his legs right there. Yeah, if he hit him and that Sunday league. That was kind of – what was the logic by the keeper? I, I mean, they should have just gave him a penalty kick just for even attempting that. that and he should definitely be red-carded. All right, let's, so let's watch the next video. And this has sound. Uh, watch, watch and listen to this guy get punched in the face. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Andrew Andrew, 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 he's got the call. He's got really? the call right away. Oh, yeah, throw down no cards. Yeah, yeah you're going, go go going home go now. are going home now. No, he's like, don't do that again. Shake hands, no cards. What? That should have been red cards. But at least they, they, they shook hands. I wonder what happened after. No one knows. Now let's watch Punch to the Face. No! 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 Watch his no! replay. One. 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 That. that! was dirty. That guy actually got a red card. I'm just—I had to shrink down these clips because there's so many. Now this next one's interesting. This is a quick throw-in. It was—it was like charging into this player, trying to like kind of shield it a little bit with his shoulder and to do a quick throw. in I think, and then the other guy decides, hey, I'm going to throw you down and potentially hit your head on this concrete. Let's take a look. All right, so he's like, get him down low, so I can do a quick throw, and boom, yeah, and it gets very violent after that. And of course, fist fight into the track, and this game is going to come to an end. All right, that is very typical. Now, the next one is a sharp elbow. Let's take a look at this one. This is why you shouldn't do shoulder oh, to shoulder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah into someone that's so violent. And that's how we develop kids. We're always about go full speed, get stuck in, all this, you know, versus relax, cut off angles, just get the ball. No, I want to be violent and take a sharp elbow to the jaw. And it was just a yellow card, by the way. Uh, All right, uh, shirt pulling. We've all been in this. Short, then shirt. Let's get jiggy. Indoor soccer. Grab his shorts, I'll grab your jersey, and throws down and a yellow card is awarded always to the second offenser. Not the first guy. Always the second guy, but they both should get carded for that. Uh, That's always a problem. Um, What's the next one, Jack? Step over cleats. Okay, so the next two videos is very common and very disgusting, where they kind of step over you and they just rake their cleats on you. So if you haven't seen this, parents, uh, pay attention to this because you need to know when to get angry. Here's one. Black, black. Let's go, let's go, Adumalik. Nice, Adumalik. Hey, that's what he's Right Now watch it. Nice, Adumalik. Hey, hey, that's what that done. careful, you And and he got a yellow card and for that. Yellow. Yeah, I don't know if the ref actually could really see. It. It's hard to see. There's no VAR in adult soccer league on Sundays. All right, this next one's uh, will give you a better look at it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Play, play, put the ball. Yeah, play fast so they don't see it. That is the disgustingness of soccer. That's the worst of the worst. And and where they learn it, how they learn it, the anger that develops to that point. If your kid does anything like that and you notice that, you gotta deal with that. You gotta punish whether the referees catch them or not, coach catches them or not, deal with that. Deal with it, deal with it, deal with it. Because we don't want this to escalate to Sunday League. Where murder is now happening in adult soccer league. Um, next one, Jack. Which one's that? Chin stomp. Two foot tackle, no card. Oh yeah, two foot tackle, no card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, all ball, ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, we, we got all ball. Man. We got all ball. Yeah. That's why I don't do Sunday league. I would never do that. In in adult league, they should never allow slide tackling. Just take it out. What's the point? Most of those people have to be at work on Monday. Um, Adult tackle. I forget which one this is. I'm sure it's nasty. Oh. Oh. Oops. Oh my gosh. That was disgusting. Yeah, that happens a lot. Stay on your feet. Dalt league, no slide tackling or touching of any kind. All right, next one is a chin stomp. Oh, <laughs> he, my. He's like, what? What's wrong with you? What, what, what? What's it give him, yellow or red? What do you think? Nothing. It is a, what are you going to get? Oh, red, you're out of there. Good call, referee. Way to have courage. Um, here's an indoor soccer tackle. These are the worst when you get thrown in the boards and you just you have to roll with it. The ball. He, the he just knows a little bit of a push. is going to put him in the boards. And I'm just shoulder to shoulder. I'm just shoulder to shoulder. That's what we develop. That's youth soccer. That's what they become. That's what we develop. And you see it on every Sunday. Here's a two-foot tackle. No sound. Uh, oh, it's okay. Oh, d- this is so disgusting, and that's what happens. Does that happen with you? Comment, let us know. Do you see that in youth soccer? Do you see how the progression we do in the United States, we develop disgusting soccer? It's not the referees. It's the parents. It's the coaches. It's the the the, the avoidance of actually teaching um Jeez, self-discipline, unlike our dog. And that concludes All Ball. And that is our show. Unless you have a question, a comment, let us know. I'm hopeful that in youth soccer, the coaches, the parents, everyone involved can just realize we don't need to get emotional to the point where we want to get the victory so bad that we're going to manipulate the referee to get calls because you have to win versus sit down, take notes and identify how many times does your son or daughter Get the ball in their possession and make decisions. What decisions are they? Are they passing the ball forward? Are they passing the ball backwards? Are they losing under pressure? How much time are they on the field? How often is your coach giving information? Way too much, it may seem to be, because the game itself is a test. How often are they manipulating the game from your opposition to your neighbor next to you, or the parent next to you? What's going on? Take note. Realize What's going on? And you won't realize if you're not taking notes. Take notes on the sideline. Stop injecting yourself into the game where you have to be emotional. Oh, he, he hit my child. Who cares? allow it to be the question is when your child does take a bad tackle cuz it's going to happen what's your reaction of your child D- is he emotional the rest of the game does he eventually get a yellow card or red card what's going on there you don't care about their development you don't care what's up here can they handle adversity you don't care if you don't if you don't deal with it if you don't have a conversation with your son or daughter or coaches with your players to be able to handle the adversity of the game, to be able to handle things that might not go your way, the no calls, all the things. It's called life, right? Why aren't we treating sport like life? You're not going to get everything you want. Nothing's going to work out all the time. That's called life. It's stressful. Anxiety happens, all those things. But all we're doing is bringing a ton of damage to their brains thinking of the past, and then what happens in the future? They end up playing Sunday League. They get in a brawl, and then someone dies, and a lot of people are going to be hit with manslaughter charges. Oh, it's just a normal brawl until someone dies. It's a problem. Start taking the game differently. All youth sports, take it differently. We have to take it differently. Let's start teaching people to be human beings and be able to develop in a situation they can handle the stresses of life. Am I crazy? Isn't that where we should be? That's where I think we should be. We have a comment, Jack. Yeah. What was what's a comment um, from Garcia? What are your thoughts about referees being a little more conscious of youth players flopping during plays? Um. Well, I, it it's a t- we can all improve, uh, in, in a game if we're gonna if. Paying attention to the flops of the game. I don't like that manipulation of the game either because you're trying to get a call over, you know, assimilation of, of movement with your body. I'm not a fan of it. If if I was a referee, yeah, I'm carding not only a player, I'm having a talk with a coach at the same time. I'll be like, all right, come on, we got to stop this. Like to, to manipulate calls. And then if they're doing, if everyone's flopping around and it's not being dealt with, then they're manipulating the game and it's confusing the parents, which don't. You know, if if you can flop well, you're going to get mom and dad upset as well on the sideline because they're going to see it at a different angle. And from their point of view, it might have been a horrendous foul. Um, I don't like that stuff at all, especially for the youth. It just stop. And remember, Jack, when you flopped? Um, I made a video of you flopping at six. And and you 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 were rolling and I'm screaming at you get up or not scream I was like get up get up get up get up get up because you just laid there because I think yeah. you watched Neymar play that day or something was uh, it a long time ago yeah you were like six. Oh. oh, I thought you meant like I was playing six like no you're six years old I wish I had that video <laughs> so um yeah you're 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 welcome uh any other questions or concern for the Coach That's Cameron so podcast. Good. Uh, Well, that is our show. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, or wherever else podcasts are found. We have now moved our podcast to Anchor, but it still goes to other directions. You can find us uh, at coachcamera.com, which I never, uh, you know, deal with. It It had some virus, and we were banned on Google for a while, but it was supposed to be corrected, but. I haven't really paid attention because I don't really care. I'll just stick with YouTube and wherever else you can find us. But thanks for being part of this podcast. We appreciate you guys uh, being here. and We'll be back next Sunday, 8 p.m. Mount Standard Time. See you then.